Scott, uh, what do you hope to accomplish out here this afternoon? Just more of an education and trying to let people know it's their choice uh, for the bars and restaurants to stay open. Uh, we have employees that we're worried about. We have livelihoods that we're worried about. But it's it's more or less that it's not COVID that is actually writing these restrictions. It's not COVID that's telling us to close. It's it's the actual the governor and some of our political leaders. And we just want to know bars and restaurants. We would just like the data. And we want to know where that data is coming from. And we have yet heard that they're bringing it up, but there is out there data. We understand. I totally, totally understand in regards to how serious COVID is. It's not a joke. And every bar and restaurant goes out of their way to buy masks. We provide masks to any single person that walks in our place. The plexiglass, the hand sanitizers, the stations, everything we do and we clean. And then we even get, you know, knocked back to 25% of our occupancy, which is 30 people at Crow's Mill, 35 people at Crow's Mill. And you got employees that you're worried about and you're spending all this extra money. And, uh, you know, but for them to close you at 11 or to close your period makes no sense to me because people will just gather somewhere else. Everybody's just going to go somewhere else. And when they go somewhere else and gather and drinking, they're not wearing masks. They're not being protected. So at least when you're at the bars and restaurants, we are going out of our way to protect everybody. Scott, what's this going to mean to your employees? Because obviously with the with the fire, they were misplaced. And now all of a sudden this is going on. What, what, what kind of Christmas is going to be like uh, for them? <laughs> well, when you got you got some that are single moms. You got some employees that are single moms. You got some that are trying to pay off their student loans. I have 18 total. I have 18 total um, customers. I mean, uh, 18 total employees, and they're doing everything they can to. You know, we're doing everything we can just to get them to survive as well. Uh, all these bar owners and restaurant owners, we have secondary mortgages. I mean, we have. I mean, we're just trying to, you know, pay that too. So when. You can't keep your doors open. There's going to be so many businesses that close from this. So many people aren't going to be able to recover. We were lucky enough to have a nest egg to, to survive for four or five months. But uh, it's it's just frustrating in what they're going to do. Uh, we had the fire. Then it turned around. And we had the two and a half months we were closed for COVID. We were the first ones that was trying to be proactive. And when I did have an employee, I asked all my employees to get tested. When we had one that come back, even as asystematic, she was, you know, didn't have the signs and symptoms. But I closed for 17 days just to make sure it was right. And, uh, you know, because I panicked, I freaked out about it. We were the one of the first bars to do it. So, you know, we're just we're just there and trying to get back in. And, and, and that's our only complaint and argument is everybody's saying, well, just go ahead and, and stay open and fight this thing and get a lawyer. Or there's no, uh, you know, legal. They don't have no legal right to do this to you. Well, they're not the ones that could lose their liquor license or their gaming license and all that stuff. So when it's a public health issue, it's hard to fight. And I understand public health doing their job. But I also understand they need to understand, too, to show us the data and that we're going above and beyond to try and keep everything as safe for everybody that we can. Scott, how long can Crowsville Pub hang on? uh, I the last time the two and a half months really hurt because you're I mean, you still pay a mortgage. We never got PPP. We never got any assistance at all. Uh, zero. We never put in for it. I paid for my customers to get unemployment. One second. So I, I had my, you know, uh, employees that paid, un, you know, were on unemployment. It took forever for them to even get unemployment. So I was just handing out and giving them extra money whenever I could. So if I have it, they're going to have it. You know, it is, Crow's Mill is a, non, I mean, it is a, you know, um, 
pro- not profit sharing. It's it's a uh, they are all like co-owners of it, you know. So they're they're part of a family. So as far as the turnover rate, we have 19 employees, and as far as the turnover rate with the fire, the first the first epidemic, and now this one, I'm thinking we could probably survive until May. If I survive it in come May, I have to dip into my own pocket, you know, my retirement money and everything else. I have to dip into my own pocket to survive after May. So that's where we're at right now. And there's other bars and, and businesses and restaurants that, you know, tell me they can't even go that far. And I and I and I totally understand it, you know. Scott, anything else you want to add? No, I just want everybody to, you know, be safe, get through this. You know, let's let's try and stick together. That's all we can do and just and just battle this together. I can't believe the support we're getting even out here for my employees. You know, I wish I wish it could be like that for everybody and every bar owner and every restaurant owner, you know, to just get through this together.